Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am Jen Taylor, your host. In today's episode, we're discussing virtual assistants. We hear from coaches. We hear from other people within the industry. We hear from other entrepreneurs that we need to hire a VA. But what as a wedding pro will they do for us? There's things that they can't do, but what can they do for us? How do we know when we need them? Is it too much to pay for them? Where are you at in the money mindset and the money scarcity thing to have somebody? Emily is going to answer all the questions for us about virtual assistants. Emily Given is a virtual assistant agency owner and online entrepreneur. She's passionate about matching C-level executive assistants with dynamic business leaders who have taken on way too much. By facilitating the right match, Emily's company, She's a Given, helps those business leaders delegate more effectively so they can make it home in time for dinner and be present at the table. Welcome, Emily. Emily, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited that we actually get to talk about VAs and how we can use them as wedding professionals. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm super excited to dive into this topic. I mean, I think wedding professionals especially are super busy and going in so many different directions all the time, coordinating so many different people. I think virtual assistants are so important to them. And once we are able to educate people on how to use them more effectively, I believe they can be a huge resource for the wedding industry. I can't wait. So what inspired you to start a virtual assistant agency? What are the factors? What sets you apart from other VAs? So, I mean, I have kind of a complicated origin story and I'll just do a really quick condensed version of it. But I was an executive assistant at Amazon corporate for about five years. And then I had this crazy thing happen to me where I almost died in childbirth. And so I had one of those moments where I'm like, life is really short. I'm spending literally three hours a day commuting, hour and a half there, hour and a half back. I was getting home at like 6.30 p.m. and putting my kid to bed at 7.30 p.m. And I'm like, there's got to be more than this. So I decided to start freelancing. And then I grew my agency because I wanted to provide the opportunity to other working mothers and other you know professionals who wanted to make money, but do it in a way that was flexible for them. So 
I think the way that that what sets me apart is that I'm really invested in the people that are inside of my company. So I'm not just hiring based on, can you do the job? Are you a warm body? Can you fill a seat? I'm hiring really based on personality and the people behind my company. That's great. I mean, that's when I work with, actually, when I work with my clients, my wedding clients, I look for the personality more than anything else because that's what's going to really have a nice fit with them. So same with you, where you're looking for the business owner who's going to fit with them and it's going to work for them. Exactly. And I think that, especially in your industry, people get married all the time, but it's like, okay, which person do you really want to spend your time with to make their day perfect? And I think it's the same in a virtual assistant and business owner too. Like personalities, the the energetic connection between that person you're supporting and your assistant is so important. It is. So we hear it all the time. I hear it. You know, I heard it, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. How can a virtual assistant help with the wedding industry with their owners? What are some of the key benefits of having one and hiring one? So I think the key benefit to anybody, especially, you know, it it applies to the wedding industry, it applies to any industry, is what tasks are you doing that you don't need to be doing? And I know that's super oversimplified, but like when you're thinking about your to-do list, go through each one of those things and really think, how much time am I spending on it? And do I personally have to do it? Does it have to get done? Yes. But are you the only person that can do it? Probably not likely, unless it's actually related to the thing that you're doing, right? Are you a DJ? Obviously, someone has to DJ the wedding. Nobody else can do that for you. But can someone like send the client the links to start curating a playlist? Absolutely. So kind of break it down by that. Like what needs to get done? Sure. But are you the specific person that has to do it? And I think that since the wedding industry coordinates with so many different people too, I think a virtual assistant is super pivotal in that movement too, because they can be the one that's grabbing stuff from vendor A and sending it to vendor B and then, you know, seeing you on all that communication so you know it's happening, but you can take yourself out of that admin role and then focus on really doing what you need to be doing for that client's special day. I mean, as a planner, you know, I do, I mean, I'm, I've always been one, I want to know everything and be involved. And I only have so many different, so many clients. So when I had my own, I guess, planning agency, I guess you call it now, it would have been nice to have one because that's where the coordination was. It's not necessarily with, you know, with my clients. It was with everybody. Everybody else. Everybody else was still doing their job. Right. And I feel like there's a lot of hesitation on what you said about you need to know everything that's going on. And there's a difference between knowing it and glancing at it and being aware versus really doing the thing. So the being aware doesn't take as much time or brain space, but then the doing the thing does. So I think there's a beautiful way to do both. So what are some of the things? I mean, I know that, you know, we've got a list of questions here, but what are some of the things that you would do for any type of client? Like, what are some of the things where, you know, you know like, well, the first thing I got off of my list was my bookkeeping. But as a virtual assistant and you're getting business owners coming to you all the time, what are some of the things that are like the top five things that you would like get off of their plate and things, Mm -hmm. you know, so the listeners can kind of go, okay, I can kind of see where this is going. Right. So let's say top five things would be like email management. So someone's scanning through your inbox, labeling accordingly. So like labeling your to do's, if they can do it, forwarding them to themselves, deleting all the spam out of your inbox. So it just doesn't take up brain space. 
lots of calendar management. So coordinating other meetings, like large-scale meetings. So ones that are a little more advanced than a Calendly link. Like if you're not using Calendly or something like that, I highly recommend it because it's super easy and simple uh, for people to just book with you directly. But if you have to add in that third party, sometimes it gets a little tricky. So coordinating availability between different people, lots of, actually we book a lot of corporate travel. So if you're traveling to an event, you can just send them the specific flights they want. They'll book it. They'll put it on your calendar. They'll make sure you have confirmation codes and everything and book a hotel. And they can also turn all that into an invoice and send it to the client for you. We do a lot of, I mean, probably not in the wedding industry, but we do a lot of event planning for corporate. So if they're doing like a big leadership retreat, we do a lot of that. So inherently, the executive assistant that's worked in a corporate setting can really help with that event management piece or at least the logistics behind it because they do it all the time anyway. And then some sort of like expense reporting we do a lot of. So, you know, matching expenses and receipts to your expense reporting system, submitting them to your bookkeeper. We can even do, I definitely don't call us a bookkeeper thing, but we can like categorize for you in QuickBooks if that's something that you need. But if you need more things like that, I, I would definitely would work with a bookkeeping service. But those are in general. Some, you know, it really varies. Some people have us do like graphic creation in Canva. Mm-hmm. So like they're like, hey, we have these, you know, templates on or quotes on Instagram that we want to get done. Can you create graphics for these? We do that. Some people do like podcast graphics. So we have an assistant who does show notes for a podcast and then creates graphics to go along with it and creates a couple of reels to go along with that. So it really depends on what you need. We try to hire people that have a really vast skill set. So what are some of the challenges that your clients usually face when trying to manage their business? And how can they, you know, like we talked about, what are those services? How can those services help with those challenges? I think a lot of the challenge is, like you said, trying to be inside of every single thing that's going on. So it's not only the admin tasks that take up their time, but admin tasks that get put off, if that makes sense. So like that's low priority. I have to focus on that. That's low priority. I have to focus on that. And some of the times those are like leads. So they're so focused on doing the actual job that they're having inquiries come into their inbox. They're not even seeing because they're so busy. So that can be a big challenge, especially for your industry. And especially in your industry, like the faster someone responds to an inquiry, the better, because they're probably reaching out to five of your same vendor and whoever's going to respond first is likely to get the business. So in setting up a system where your VA just responds automatically, if they see it come in your inbox, that can be really helpful. Things like once your client has booked and paid and right the wedding is a year and a half from now, maintaining that client relationship, just checking in with them on a regular touch base, making sure they still remember who you are, things like that. So there's a lot of different ways that a VA can be used, but I really think that it's really helpful for the things that you push off or the things that aren't necessarily as important of what's happening right now but they will be important down the line. They're like you're nurturing your lead list. So especially, I mean, in, you know, Emily's in the Seattle area as well. So like right now we're in the height of wedding season. Like mm-hmm. this weekend is always the busiest weekend of the summer. So we're recording this in the first weekend and, you know, the first weekend, August. So it is the height and it will start, you know, August is the height and then I'll start dying down. But if you're getting leads and you're not, you're too busy making sure all the other weddings are going off without a hitch having that person be that, you know, like have a system in place. But if you don't, having a VA there to make sure that 
process is going according to how you or even help you set up a process because a lot of times people don't have that but the va can help like set up your honey book or set up your automations or what have you the things that you know would be nice to do but you just don't have time to think about it let alone do it yes so what are some of the essential services i mean we talked about it again but i want to kind of dig into more because i think you brought up the leads i mean that's a huge part of it how can that relieve the stress of the business owner and i know exactly what it is you know those things that you do following up with the leads doing you know doing those graphics i mean social media right you know all of those things that you've talked about, the social media, the graphics. There's so much that you have to do as a business owner. But yeah, yeah. there's so much that you have to do to maintain and run the business outside of your actual doing the craft, right? So like, let's say you're booked up with planning clients, right? But your focus is there and not on business development. So that assistant can help you maintain your social media. They can help you update your forms, make sure your links are working correctly. Get those leads in you know, when they come in, set up the automation. So it says like, thanks for reaching out. We're checking our calendar. We're going to get back to you. You know, putting clients on a checklist that, you know, once they're onboarded with you, once the wedding is complete, they're reaching out for testimonials. They're like driving your business forward because you can plan a wedding and then be done with the wedding and then plan a wedding and be done with the wedding. That's fine. But the more that you nurture the, the business development, and the growth of your business is just going to become healthier and healthier. And if you don't have time to work on that, then it's possible your business stops growing. And I mean, maybe you want that, maybe you don't. But Well, and it's also, it's not even the clients. It's also looking at, you know, nurturing your other wedding professionals. Mm-hmm. Like we had a full-blown list of, here's all the DJs, here's all the photographers, here's all the hair and makeup people, here's all my... In- you know, stationary people. Here's all my florists. Here's all my rental companies. All of those people need to be nurtured as well. Exactly. And like managing that database and like sending your industry's huge on referrals. Yes. So like sending referral gifts, like, thank you so much. Like, and, you know, creating a, if you're not available, here are my top five people I would recommend lists and making those pretty and things like that. There's, it's just endless. It is. And so it's the listeners who are, you know, who are like, okay, I get it. Like we had a database that had all of our people in there and we had a schedule on when we we're going to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. I think of a time to go, you know, have coffee or meet up for cocktails or just say hi, or we want to bring our team to your place to go take a peek at what's going on. Learn more about catering, learn more about floral. All of these things need to have a house, but also need to be a place that you go and and look at it and not just like, oh yeah, I have it, but you don't do anything with it. Exactly. And then creating those systems and the playbooks. And especially for a wedding business, because I assume a lot of people hire like event staff to come help for the day of. Having like those systems and playbooks and processes, like if you don't have a checklist, if your VA just makes a checklist and like a guide for the person that's supporting your event that day. It's just really helpful because as business owners, we know these things in our head, right? Obviously, but it's harder and it takes more time for us to explain to someone and train someone than it would be for the VA to just create the process and just say, here's our handbook. Read the handbook. It's so true. So success stories. I know you have a lot of them because you work with a lot of clients. What are some of those success stories that you've gotten back? Your testimonials, your things that you're like, I'm really proud. We did this and I want to share it with the world. So what are those? 
Yeah. So we had actually a wedding industry professional who was a makeup artist that was doing everything on like paper contracts and really needed help just getting her system software based, computerized. And so we were able to like upload all those contracts into HoneyBook and like set up automations for her, create brochures for her, like and just instant booking for her. And that was just really great, especially we did it before wedding season was busy. So then when it was busy, she was able to, it was all streamlined. And we actually had a virtual assistant in there answering inquiries and scheduling trials and things like that. It worked out really, really well for her. Another one, we had a DJ client and he was really overwhelmed. He was just working with himself and really overwhelmed with all the inquiries and like coordinating with the clients and, you know, sending the, you know, getting event insurance every time and sending it to the planner and all these different things that we took off his plate. So that worked out really well. We don't have a ton of wedding industry clients. I mean, we're very suited for it. We just haven't really, don't have a ton. We do mostly corporate. But then in corporate, we've done, you know, we've supported a team of seven executives who didn't have support. And, you know, we planned these huge offsites for 40 people and flew them all out to Palm Springs and did a bunch of team building exercise and booked all the dinners and things like that. So we're super versatile, which I think is really helpful for businesses too. Like you don't have to fit into a box and we can fit into your box. Like we can check whatever boxes we need to check. And if we don't have anybody on our team who can do exactly what we need, we can hire to fit that need or we can train them. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, a lot of it has to do is like, you know, as I said, it's been 15, 20 years. You're like, you hear, oh, yeah, you need a VA, you need to be in here. But as a wedding provider, you're like, well, what do they do? What do they do? Well, how can I help? You know, and then you're like, OK, now how much does this cost? Right. So go into that. So mm-hmm. are you based on the hours? Are you based on the project? Are you a combination of both? Or what does that look like? So we do everything. And something that's really important for people to know is that there's a whole virtual assistant industry based offshore. So like in the Philippines, you're going to get different pricing. In Venezuela, you're going to get different pricing. You're going to get different pricing wherever you source. We specialize in the United States based. So our services are a bit higher. And I always tell people that because I want to be super transparent. We're also agency, which means we charge more than a freelancer sometimes does. Because you get that management piece, we fully train and vet and background check all of our people. If you have a problem, you come to me and I deal with it, right? Rather than you have to deal with a freelancer directly. You're paying an automated invoice. You don't have to figure out how to pay your person. I pay them for you. So there's a lot to know. That being said, I'm never going to compete with a VA in the Philippines who might be working for $7 an hour, right? I don't want to compete based on price. I compete based on quality always. Mm -hmm. So That being said, we usually bill on a monthly retainer basis. So people hire us anywhere from between 20 and full-time hours per month. And it breaks down to about $40 to $45 an hour, depending on scope of work, size of your business, things like that. If we're expected to support seven executives, I'm going to charge you $55 an hour, a little bit more. But if you're a solopreneur, you're going to be more like $40 an hour. We also do project-based and hourly work. And hourly work would be like, if you need help, but not all the time, and you don't really know when you're going to need them, you just kind of need somebody when you need them. And then project base is like, okay, well, I have this spreadsheet project. It's about five hours of work. Here's the thing. So that's uh, priced a little bit higher. That's probably like $55 an hour, just because we can't plan for it and kind of have to jump and do it as it comes in. 
which is totally fine. But we're a small business. I live in Linwood, like you said, in the Seattle area. We have a team of about 35 assistants. We're not a huge corporation. And I pride myself on being able to be super flexible. That being said, if you only have a budget of $200 a month, like let's chat. I'll tell you what we can do for you at $200 a month, if that makes sense. So like we don't change our pricing, but I can just say, hey, like here's realistically what we can get done with that budget. And that's great. And that's, I mean, and I think that's a lot of it has to do with, you know, our own mindset within the wedding industry of, you know, I can do this. I mean, I've spent 20 years going, I can do this. I can, you know, and then there's times where I'm like, no, I can't. And that's where the project-based VA comes in where I reach out to them saying, I can't do this. Can you help me with this? Or can you help me find somebody to do that for me? Right. And I mean, I try to help people see in this lens, like if you're charging $500 an hour, or let's even $200 an hour, and you're paying a VA $40 an hour. You have the money. But you're going to do that work. You're losing $160 an hour that you could be like, you're throwing it away, essentially. Like you could spend so much more time doing things that are so much more valuable to your business. Those things that only you can do. And that's what I try to encourage people to see. Yeah, $40, $50 an hour seems like a lot. Or it can seem like a lot to some people. But when you think about the opportunity that you are missing, spending time on working on this spreadsheet, right? When you could be working with a client, it makes sense. It does. It does. So the last question I have for you, my secret question I ask all my guests, is what is your best piece of mindset advice? Oh, I love this question. And everybody says that too. People don't talk about mindset enough. This is super, Yeah, I love that. My best use of mindset advice is that, hold on, let me think for a second. I have so much to say about this. The pondering of the... I know, I'm sorry. You can play Jeopardy music here or something. We might. I mean, you are the creator and the director of your life. And you get to choose what happens. And I think that people don't really realize that. A lot of people go into this life is happening to me instead of life is happening for me. And I'm living my life in charge. And once you take that mindset and that stance, the whole world looks different. I think being open to all the possibilities and seeing it all around you is like really important. And also it has to do with mindset. Yes, but listen to your intuition. Like your body tells you so much about what you need to know. You just have to listen to yourself and listen to your body. And I think once you learn that and once you are able to like read the nuances of your cues from yourself, everything else is so much clearer. Yeah, it's true. I know you and I, that's the first thing we kind of talked about was like intuition and human design and all like, yeah, we could go on for hours. So where can my listeners find more about you? On our website at www.she'sagiven.com. I'm on Instagram at she's a given underscore facebook.com slash she's a given or Emily, E-M-I-L-I-E, at she'sagiven.com. Awesome. And then you have a freebie for us, and we'll put it in the show notes. All the links will be in the show notes, all of that. But tell us about the freebie. So um, we have a download that is, or a PDF for you all, that is 25 things to delegate to a virtual assistant. So it can just get your mind jogging on things that you can do. A lot of the people are like, oh, well, I think I need a VA. What can they do? So it's just a list of 25 things that they can do with obviously not all encompassing, but it's just a couple of ideas to get your mind started. There's also a quiz on the website that might give you some more ideas on what to delegate, but 
for that PDF, I actually encourage all of my potential clients to come to our discovery call with that a pulled up because it just gives them a great idea. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I so appreciate it. And I hope everybody uh, can now look at a virtual assistant for them and go, okay, yeah, I can do it. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. It was great talking to you. And I'm happy to be a resource for anybody wanting to learn more about virtual assistants. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Design Your Wedding Business. If you love what you're learning each week, please let me know by leaving a rating and a review. And while you're there, don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss out on any new episodes. As always, you can head over to my website, jentaylorconsulting.com, to check out all the links and resources from this episode in the show notes. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.